Today on the post game, we talk about a ton of random stuff, um, college football, NFL football, talk about golf a little bit, as is tradition, get into the previous weekend of PLL games, then we preview the upcoming weekend of games, we discuss our picks for the upcoming PLL awards, not a lot of surprises there, um, no interview this week, Nick and I tease out some stuff that's upcoming, uh, exciting offseason we have coming up, uh, hope you guys enjoy. Hey, welcome to another episode of the post game. We don't have a plan. We don't really have an itinerary on what we're going to talk about. So let's fucking let it rip. We have college football. We have NFL. We have everything. I'm really excited. I've had a great week so far. Before we kick off, I want to give the disclaimer, the the full disclosure. Uh, This is like an unbelievable hangover that I'm dealing with. And I did, I don't even have a cool story to tell. Like I dropped Jamie, my roommate off at the airport last night. Um, I wanted to watch the end of the Rams game. Uh, actually I just canceled that. I want to watch the end of the bills game. The Rams. going to correct you. I'm yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Cooper cups on one of my fantasy teams. So I'm like that guy now that's talking fantasy football. Um, no better place to watch a game than Buffalo Wild Wings. I, I went like I'm good for one a quarter. I was craving shitty wings and a blue moon. Went and got that and then went back and everything's like moved out. Like we're, we're getting ready to move and everything. So I was literally lying on the floor uh, with like, you know, some pillows and made it all comfy. And I was like, you know, what? fuck it. It's fall. I'm going to have a nightcap and I'm going to watch my first scary movie of the season. Um, I think I, I watched Insidious, horrific movie, really not very good, like horrific in the sense. Oh, I feel like it gets hyped up. I've seen it. I can't really remember it, but I feel like it gets a lot of love, like in terms of high quality, scary movies. (sighs) They're better. They're better ones. And I'm not even really a scary movie guy. I was just kind of feeling in a wacky mood. Apparently something happened. I don't, I don't recall drinking three, four locos and sugary drinks to where I should be feeling <laughs> like this. So I think I'm just officially entering um, washed up territory. I had a nightcap, watched a scary movie. And this morning I, I got up out of bed and like almost fucking fell over. Uh, Maybe you're anyway. sick. Huh? Maybe you're sick. <laughs> nah, fuck, shut Man. up. <laughs> oh, it's okay, dude. Um, anyways, how was your weekend, Evan? I just wanted to give the, the good people a disclosure before I hear about your weekend. Uh, my weekend was good, dude. Uh, my weekend was great. What did I fucking do though? Oh, my, my good friend who who got married, he came back from, um, his honeymoon and we went out. Um, we did, I did a like triple date kind of thing. Dude, you know what? Like I'm a member in New York athletic club, as you know, when you get a full day at that place, like shoot some hoops, work out, hit the steam, shower, and then, like, you're done and you spend a good two to three hours there. I got to start working in the golf simulator, but you just feel like a a totally new person. It's, like, the the best feeling. So I started my Saturday with that. 
drank like all day. We was hanging out in Fidei, um, financial district, which is like in the summer, it's pretty nice. Cause it's like all in the water and there's just like some cool bars to hang out at. So I did that for a while. And yeah, that was my Saturday, Sunday. I played golf and I shot 120. So <laughs> I'm trying to keep my handicap and like enter all my scores. And it ki- I started the round on the apps because I want to use the GPS. Dude, I don't know what was, I couldn't even, I couldn't figure anything out. So the back half I played better, but uh, dude, I maxed every fucking hole. Uh, holes one through six, I picked up. I, I don't know what, like, well, I didn't pick up on hole one, actually. Hole one, I like triple bogey, but then I picked up holes two through six. And it was atrocious. But what, So what goes wrong? Like, I know everything can go wrong, but is it like the tee box? Is it your irons? No, like my, you're picking up. It's not short game. I get off the... I get off the tee box. It was my irons. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't hit any irons. Um, every time I was like, it's also, you know, it was really tough for me. So I definitely have like a natural slice cause I don't know what I'm doing. So I like my ball carries to the right. Sometimes like um, off the tee box, like I am all the way left and it comes all the way back on the right side of the fairway off the tee box. I'm fine though. It's the second and third shot that really fucks me. And like this course just had like tree lines on the right. Like there's always trees on the right side. Like if you're even like, they like hang over the fairway too. So if you're like on the right side of the fairway, you're kind of in the trees already. Um, And it's like that for literally holes two through five. Um, So I would, I was actually hitting things pretty cleanly and then it would just hit like a tree branch. And I just be like, I should just hit this. And like, there's a few branches, like maybe it'll hit it, maybe not. And went into it with that like frame of mind multiple times. And a to no fail, I hit the branch every time. <laughs> um, then like one hole, I'm fucking playing my slice. I'm like, all right, like I just drove the ball well. Like I can do, I got, I'll be fine. Um, like I'm, I'm like making good contact, this and that. And of course I don't slice the drive so it yeah. goes on another hole's fairway where for, yeah. and i'm at a country club mind you so like it's it's like nice and everyone's good and i hit it on to the other fairway of course there's four other balls right next to my ball and these guys are driving up so i'm just like all right yeah like i'll just hit mine <laughs> <laughs> oh that's another chunk it shit. chunk it right into a tree bounces back on the fairway and i just walked up to it and smacked it as hard as i could and it just like rolled and i just picked that up i was like fuck this game that's when i almost had my full breakdown but i have such a good attitude going into it i was like whatever i'll fill it out we, we were playing my buddy was is so fucking good and i was playing with him so i actually won like multiple holes when i was picking up because we were playing uh-huh. together and then I won a few holes in the um, on the back nine. So, like, I, w- I was figuring it out towards the end. But I got to get back out there. I'm not going to play this weekend and then play next weekend. But I just – I can't – I'm going to the Jets game this weekend, so I'm not going to be able to go. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, well, fuck the fucking off, Jets. Fuck Zach Wilson, dude. I fucking – unless he comes back and dominates, I fucking hate that guy. Like, I want to punch him in the fucking face. He's such why? a bitch. What happened? Well, now he's out for after my fucking take that he's faking the injury. Now he's like out. And Coach Sala is like, he has to be mentally ready and physically ready. I bet you he can fucking play tomorrow and he's just a baby back bitch. Um, so 
All right, Jets fandom seems to be I will doing well. F- I will flip that take, though, if he comes back and is good. But for now, I hate him. A, a take with a clause? The clause yeah. take? Yeah. What would you do this weekend? Um, first off, let me state this. I could listen to you talk about golf. Like, you should start your own just Evan goes on a golf rant for 45 minutes podcast. It's therapeutic. It really I'm is. slowly you, turning this into that. You're just not realizing. Uh, no, I need it. And I'm, I'm going to encourage it and squeeze it all in before winter hits. Cause simulators aren't it. Um, but this weekend was fantastic. Um, I went down to bend Oregon, which is one of the most beautiful cities. Oregon's kind of cool. And I know you don't, here comes geography, Nick, again. Uh, but <laughs> Oregon's pretty cool because, like, in Portland, it's, like, super green. Like, you drive right near Portland, and it's you feel like you're in a rainforest. And then on the way to Bend, by the time you get to Bend, you kind of feel like you're in the mountains. Like, you're more – it looks more like Denver. It, it like, kind of threw me off. I was like, what the fuck? Um, but my roommate, Jamie, has a friend there, a um, couple friends there, and we just had the most fun. It was um, – <laughs> So he has access. It's one of the nicest courses I've ever played on. Um, and, you know, I've been golfing. People have treated me to courses that are like, hey, man, I'm going to hook this up. Doesn't even compare to this one. Um, really just really good stuff all around. We were sleeping um, like I don't even know how it's all connected, but we were staying on a ranch, which was sick. So we would golf and then we would go and like shit shower, shave at the country club um go to the pool like order drinks and then go back to where there was a ranch and like a big barbecue so it was just a great weekend filled with um filled with adventures travel new friends old friends um everything that you could ever want we were woken up to goats uh you know being little rascals and making some noise in the morning which is always an interesting way to wake up oh jeff t was there (laughs) (laughs) shut up um that was good yeah i know but no it was great and i played relatively well i we should go golfing together because a that would be fun but b i've completely switched my mindset going into golf like almost offensively nonchalant is is how i would describe my golf game i mean handicaps are fantastic like you're always in it my handicaps are fucking 28.9 28.9 like anyone I play with I'll get the strokes and then it's like even so it's like so fucking fun but I don't and have we to be were, like oh I suck if I don't play well like it's not like I can't play with my friends if I suck like I can so it's not like I need to really I want to get better of course but it's not like I feel this pressure to get better because the people I like golfing with I can hang out with them no matter what even if yeah. they're fucking you know a 10. Dude we were playing this game where you try to get to um you try to get to th- 32 i think and you start with your handicap and every birdie is four or or every um birdie is three pars are two bogeys are one so you're trying to get to 32 and it's off your handicap yeah off your handicap so it's this really cool way to like kind of see you're playing against your handicap like that's cool we were playing against. i would get there though in a heartbeat You get two, yeah, two bars. I'd have to grind though. Um, um, dude, I played on you, Friday though. I just realized I played fucking really well. Yeah, I was, I was, I should have broken my round of the summer, but I melted on the last hole. But have you ever played with someone really good? 
like a scratch golfer? Um, yeah, I did actually. I played with, so at my friend's wedding that I was talking about last time, this is by the way, if you're listening to this, more wedding feedback. If you have a wedding that people are traveling to and they're going to get there, um, you know, you have like a welcome party, get like round up your buddies. It doesn't even only have to be your wedding party, but people that you would like to golf with and have a little like golf outing the day of the, the welcome party. I took Friday off, drove up there from the, it was in New Jersey. I drove up um, and we played New Jersey national. I told you about that, but anyway, one of the kids we played with, um, he's fucking unbelievable. He's scratch. He, he was like one under through nine. I don't even know what he scored at the end of it. Um, so he was pretty good or one over through nine. Um, but watching him was like out of control. The most frustrating thing is when they hit bad shots, they're not even like that bad for one. And two, it's like, it didn't even happen on the scorecard. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It Again, I'd much rather golf with guys like you. Uh, Cause if you're a scratch golfer, a congrats, that's sick, but B stop trying so hard. Like that's the beauty of golf is everyone that's worse than me. I'm like, get a load of this bum. And everyone that's better than me is I'm like, get a load of the hardo who fucking practices. Yeah. This game. <laughs> Like I'm better than everybody that I golf with in one way or another in my own. Yeah. Career, which is incredible. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to look at it. So I just got to get as good as you and then have that mindset. Yeah. Get good enough to not embarrass yourself. Yeah. Get to a 20 handicap and you're fine. Oh, geez. Also every waking moment uh, that we weren't golfing or hanging at the pool was spent consuming as much college football as possible Every week one of college football is great. This one has to go down in history as like one of the historically great college football week ones. Yeah, um, it was fantastic. Every game, like, oh, yeah, let's just sit and watch, you know, like the UNC Appalachian State game. Oh, like 59 to 63 in a fourth quarter shootout. Ridiculous. Let's watch the East Carolina game. They're playing swag surf after they get scored on, which was bullshit. Dude, that was so ridiculous. I didn't even see it, but I immediately <laughs> adopted that I was. Yeah, off. dude, I had I went ten and two betting on college football. It was what like were the best. What was the, the only one? the only two that I lost was Appalachian State money line, which was a heartbreaker. <laughs> and the end of that game was like so unbelievably epic. If you're like missing that is like I would be pissed if I didn't see that and then saw how it ended up. Yep. Um, and then. The only other bet I lost was Ohio State minus 16, but I bet on Ohio State. I teased Ohio State minus seven, and that one hit. So that's always a good feeling when you do a teaser. When you do a teaser and you end up teasing and the tease covers, but the normal line wouldn't cover, that's a really big pat yourself on the back moment. Um, But most importantly, talking about my college football bets, my parlay, my favorites parlay that I reviewed on this podcast last Mm -hmm. week, hit the fucking cash. And I you called call the Blaze Reardon is a good goalie. I mean, yeah, it's seventy-three percent. Kind but of dude, like come on, a, uh, on a the hot par- the favorites parlay. Come on, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So should I just Venmo request you? Like, why? I don't know because you're winning money and I want a part of it. No, well, I would have won a lot more money, but you'd want to know what I did. That was stupid. Yes, always. I'm. I don't know if you're watching the U.S. Open, but it's. Very unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into tennis now too. Yeah, love tennis. Anyway, 
Medvedev, or however you fuck you say his name, is the worst number one player I've ever fucking seen in my entire life. If that guy is ever number one again, ATP should like go under. We should boycott because if it's it's tied sets, it's one one in sets. He loses one game and he's plus money. Of course, I'm going to bet that number one in the world. I love Curios. Like he's entertaining to watch, but like, come on, I've seen the guy melt before. Mm-hmm. This guy's world number one. When I think world number one, I think of like Rafa and fucking Djokovic. And obviously those are all time greats, but like you should beat the number 25 player in the world. If you're number one, like it shouldn't really even be a fucking contest. And he made so many unforced errors. Like it was hard to watch him play. And I was getting, I was definitely, I started breaking into the, the Brown a little bit at this point. Oh yeah. Model. And I was just like ranting about how fucking much I hate this guy. So he is officially on my Mount Rushmore of least favorite athletes, recency bias, of course. And if he's ever number one again in the world, I'm boycotting the ATP. All right. Quick segment alert. Uh, who else fills out the Mount Rushmore of Evan's least favorite athletes? Oh, shit. Um, Paul Rafal. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, all right. Medvedev. <sighs> Um, I'll throw hmm it's really interesting because a lot of athletes that I hate I actually like them as people Russell Wilson definitely number one mm, um, you stole mine I a lot of athletes that I hate I actually like am just rooting against them I like them as people but I just hate my friends who are friend who are fans of them yeah if that makes sense yeah Um, I'm trying to think like who's just an all-out dick well, is it is it like who you hated that because they were beating the shit out of your team? Like, is Tom Brady on there because he's been you know dominating the Jets for most of your adult life? I mean, like he like you'd argue he should be, but like Tom Brady doesn't really bother me, man. Because like, mine's so Philip Rivers, and I'm so numb to it. Is I would love Philip Rivers if he was on my team, but I had to watch his Chargers beat up on the Broncos for a lot of years yeah. while he was being an idiot, and I was like, that's that should be my favorite athlete, and unfortunately, I have to hate him. And like Chris Chelios is also on my Mount Rushmore just because I was like a big Avs fan and that Avs Red Wings rivalry was huge. Like I don't have anything against Chris Chelios, but I fucking hated him every time he put on that stupid red sweater. Yeah. I don't really hate, I don't even really hate any like Islanders players though. I just hate the fucking Islanders. I can't fucking think of any, I can't really think of any. Um, Sorry, this segment fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. I, I really am hoping you don't turn it on be- me. I thought I'd be like firing him off, but I, I really, I don't know. Look I don't at you s- with the sneaky kind heart underneath that tough exterior. I don't want to say I fucking hate somebody who like, I don't actually, I don't actually hate. I mean, there's gotta be football players that I fucking hate though. I just can't think of any right now. Tua. I hate Tua. Uh, Manti Teo. What a fucking dumbass that guy is. Um, <laughs> you missed the whole point. Everybody likes him now again. No, everyone feels bad for him. I'm the one who's like, look at this fucking idiot. Also, he probably just made the documentary because he's like, he ruined his own life by going to Notre Dame. <laughs> Could have happened to anybody. Yeah. Anyway. Happened to anybody. Um, Medvedev's on there. Russell Wilson's definitely on there. If Zach Wilson comes back and sucks, he's definitely on there. Um, dude, you know who I really don't like? This is going to piss you off so much, but I think they're just a huge loser even though I respect their game. Tim Tebow? No, Nathan McKinnon. 
Oh, Salad Gate. Yeah, guy. But I don't think he's on my mouth anymore. All right, we can move on. But fuck Medvedev. Um, and then I also lost LSU. I forgot about that. So I lost three college football bets and then one fucking tennis bet. But I won ten college football bets and a parlay. There you go. Have you? Are, do you play tennis at all? I can't remember. Yeah, I played a ton growing up. Um, I haven't played recently because my well, I did play recently. I played an LBI in the brace, and I'm pretty nice. I'm starting to get like I'm bad at tennis, but I'm just now starting to like understand like the two-handed backhand. I just figured out like how that should make sense motion-wise. I'm starting to like understand how to like actually put top spin and spin on serves. It's a fucking fun sport to slightly improve on. I'll tell you. Yeah. I feel like I got too boxy though. Like, and I I struggle with hitting the ball as well as I used to when I was like, I mean, I, I played from literally age like seven to like 15 pretty seriously. Damn. Yeah. But I'm, I'm like definitely a lot boxier now because I'm fucking jacked. Um, <laughs> so when we were playing, like I noticed like my two-hand backhand was my best stroke. I think probably because I'm ambidextrous and probably should have been a righty, but I'm a lefty in tennis for whatever reason. Really? Um, That's yeah, my parents, crazy. My parents made me a lefty because it's an advantage, like if you're playing doubles and shit, because of your forehands to the outside for both people. Um, but... I think like my two hand backhand was just really good because I had my right hand on the, on the racket. I play ping pong righty, but tennis lefty. That's stupid. That's yeah. really stupid. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Well, whatever, but we'll play uh one day. Um, what were we talking about just now? All kinds of sports. We were talking tennis. We were talking parlays. We were talking golf. Oh dude, I have a fucking, I have a lacrosse thing. Tinfoil hat. We should have a segment tinfoil hat segment. All right. So I started the tinfoil hat segment last week with my Zach Wilson take that has been somewhat debunked, but I heard a crazy lacrosse community rumor that Ty Thompson has no relation, blood relation to Lyle or, or Miles. How? <laughs> All right. Explain that a little bit further because apparently they are not related. And they just went to, this is all a rumor too. I'm not going to say where I heard it from, but I spoke with someone who passionately believed that this was the case, that Ty Thompson is not related to Lyle Miles and that like Albany just like ran with it because it was like a good story about like all three of them being related, but he is not related to them. How incredible is the source? Pretty, I mean, it, it could be a game of telephone, but pretty credible. Let's just say it came, the source came from a very credible, the source, the source's source is credible. Hmm. I, I just want the Twitter sleuths to hear this and investigate and see if it's actually true. But they were adamant that it was that this was true and that they're not related. So I well, felt the need to bring it up. Pretty interesting because like Lyle's generally a fan of ours. Um, and I don't think we've heard from Ty. So that's a pretty big. I mean, they didn't do anything. Yeah. Listen. Well, I guess they stuff. didn't say we're not cousins. I just want to know if it's true. 
Yeah, they kind of Monte Teo'd it when they didn't say it wasn't true. I was going to say, we should ask it. We should ask it and then claim that uh, I should have won the Tawarton that year, that they yeah. both won it. So, well, they're related. <laughs> or Jeremy, or who are we talking about? Ty. Ty's not related. Ty Ty's like the cousin. Ty is not related to Lyle Miles. Got Jeremy, it. Jeremy, Lyle, Miles are all brothers. That's proven. Okay. Ty is not. Oh. Or allegedly not. I'm not saying either way. I just heard the rumor. I need someone to confirm or unconfirm. All right. And that was Tinfoil Hat with Evan Malloy. Um, Twitter guys, get on it. Would be pretty crazy, though. I, I mean, that was like, you know, those stories that get outside of the trajectory of lacrosse. And it wasn't a story about how these players are good. It was a story about how these players are like brothers and they're the best. That would kind of be funny if yeah. they weren't related. So let's see. You know what I forgot? Also, we're not, we're going off script this entire episode. We don't have anything uh, lined up. But before I forget, my favorite college football game of the weekend was LSU losing to Florida State. Um, I haven't really liked Brian Kelly. And now that Notre Dame dumped him off to the SEC and his first act as head coach of LSU is take a massive shit and lose to Florida State, a team that when Notre Dame beat them by one, Brian Kelly threatened to execute the entire team. Honestly, that just makes it could you couldn't have written it better. It, it it is fantastic. Notre Dame exports their coach to the SEC, the Almighty SEC, that is so far up their own ass they don't even know which way is south. And now Brian Kelly is probably going to get his contract bought out and coast off into the sunset as a multi 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 millionaire. But for a brief moment in time, I get a shit on everything that is SEC football. Yeah, I'm not worried about Alabama being the best and Georgia absolutely slaughtering Oregon. We're focusing on LSU taking a shit. The SEC is officially over. They're no longer a very good football conference because LSU is led by Brian Kelly. Fuck the SEC. If you're listening to this, look at your wife. Oops, that's actually your cousin. Get a divorce. Get get out of the South. Go and find somewhere new and, uh, and go fuck yourself. And that's been talking SEC football with Nick Osello. Dude, that was a heartbreaker. I bet on LSU though. That was money line. Oh. That was such a heartbreaker that they fucking missed missed that extra point. Just straight up. I said I yeah, just straight up to win. And they were like losing the whole game. It was so frustrating. They finally score. And I'm like, I literally said out loud, they're gonna fuck this up somehow. And of course, it got blocked. <laughs> so brutal. Whatever. Uh, how's your boy at Syracuse doing? The running back that posts his own ESPN stats. They won, dude. They beat the shit out of Louisville. Yeah, like. And he posted he posted a sick tweet actually. Let me pull it up. This is another, this is another new segment. Me reading uh, Sean Tucker's tweets, but he had like a lot more. Uh... Yeah, here we go. Last night we started the twenty two season at home, and the fans really showed out. We won Syracuse thirty one, Louisville seven. I'm pleased with my performance and outcome. I rushed for ninety eight yards of TD. Six receptions for 85 yards and a re- receiving TD. We balled out, and we're just getting started. Hashtag, he's got a sick hashtag. Please. Has, oh, this is so sick. It's hashtag pleased, but he's number 34, and the E is a three, and the A is a four. 
That's fucking fire. I mean, that's kind of sick. I like that a lot. It's really sick. I'm fucking pumped. Good for him. Did you see this video of me that I tweeted of me squatting at a PT today, by the way? No, I didn't. Let me let me go. I just, on I just tweeted it. You throwing up massive weight? 185 pounds. <laughs> I could have. I mean, dude, five months post-op. I could have done it for probably realistically eight times. I did it for five. It really is kind of bananas that like you're five months and you're squatting. And I just assume like ACL is at six months until you can even like think about shit like that. Yeah. So That's honestly, credit to you. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't talk about Notre Dame football week one, by the way. So we have to talk. Oh, yeah, about yeah. That. Go ahead. Optimistic. Um, I think we are exactly where we need to be. We have a new coach that doesn't immediately get blown out. He took over halfway through last season and guided uh, – or, sorry, before the bowl game last season and led his team to a heartbreaking loss in the Fiesta Bowl, which I played in in 2016. <laughs> um, he's getting unbelievable recruits, and he comes out and doesn't lay an egg in game one. I think that it was a very, very valiant effort. I think that we can compete until – conditioning and the actual raw athleticism comes because when you get good recruits, it doesn't automatically mean that the players that you have can compete with the top recruits of yesteryear. So at the end of the day, Ohio state just had the better athletes, but they didn't really have the better scheme. Um, I think they put in better halftime adjustments, which ended up being a difference maker, but coming out of the gates, it being deadlocked mono mono with Ohio state. I, I am taking that as a massive victory. Um, combine that with good recruiting classes. Combine that with uh, a bunch of shit, man. And I'd say we're going to be uh, in that six to seven range. Taking a little peek at that top four spot next year. So I have us in a New Year's Bowl, but we're not going to make the championship. And if we do, we get our back blown out by Bama or Georgia. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a fun year to be a Notre Dame fan, though. Yeah, I think you'll have a fun year, though. I don't know what their schedule is, but I feel like they'll they'll have some pretty close games. And, and they, I mean, they look good. The offense sucked, but you can figure that out. And it was hard to the, watch. The quarterback, yeah, first of all, kind of a boring game to watch. I was like, go, yeah. go, go. <laughs> Nothing's happening either way. Punt, 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 punt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, that Iowa game where it was seven to three, but with two safeties. Yeah, that's so epic. Um, but that quarterback for Notre Dame, uh, Tyler Buckner, the like number one lacrosse recruit. Yeah, you get. Um, he needs to stop trying to be, you know, Mister Scramble. Like fucking make a read, sit in, dial in your passing, trust your line. You got it. Um, but back to that Iowa game. <laughs> I saw this comment and it was like, they made those sick kids in the hospital really watch this game. <laughs> like what a slap to the face of, of sick kids of Des Moines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I laughed really, really hard at that one. So. Um, <clears throat> you got any, uh, you mentioned your fantasy team. You got any good, uh, anyone that's on your team that you're really excited about or really worried about? So this is my first time playing fantasy in like five years, six years. Um, historically not a fantasy guy. Um, 
No, I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on with anything. I tried to make a trade and I released um, one of my, I released Daniel Jones when I was trying to make a trade. Cause I don't understand how to like swap things. So the, the user interface is pretty tough. I'm struggling through that, but we're going to get back on the horse. Um, missed both of my drafts. Both of my drafts were auto drafted for me, which I'm excited about. Um, I'm literally, uh, you know, the, the girl at the office that doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on, but is probably going to end up like winning most of the matchups. How accurate are projected points? Like are projected points generally close? Um, I'd say they get, I'd say it's fairly accurate. Yeah. Like they're, they're pretty good about at least the tiers. Um, they do a pretty good job of, but I mean, anyone can like go like it, early on. I think it's a lot harder for them to figure out what's who's going to score. Like I, I drafted Gabe Davis and he was projected to have 10 points. He had 16. Um, <clears throat> I'm really excited about having him on my team. But I feel like they at least get like the tiers right. Like who's going to be your top three scorers? Who's going to be your bottom three, and so on. Obviously, someone can pop off here and there, but they do a pretty good job with that. I had a. Uh, it, it was funny because I have Cooper Cup, but also let's take a step back. I have Cam Akers, so you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Um, and that was funny because I have always shit on. Um, like fantasy football Twitter, like when people are like, Oh my God, I can't believe my fantasy team. And I'm like, grow up idiot. And then I saw all this stuff about cam acres and they were like, he didn't play, you know, he got zero points. And I'm like, ha, 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 get a load of these assholes log on this morning. I'm the asshole. I'm the <laughs> asshole that had cam acres and the egg is, is firmly on my face. Yeah. I can't believe he was that fucking bad or he didn't play at all. He wasn't even bad. Um, I'm glad I didn't pick him. Thank God. But yeah, I think I got some pretty good teams. We'll see what happens. I'm also in the league with uh, it's it's me, my girlfriend, Bragg. Uh, if you're if you're single and listening to the post game, couldn't be me, bro. Um, could never be me. That's embarrassing for you. It's me, my girlfriend, Bryce, his girlfriend, which means you can't really talk shit about the Titans, which is a bit of a bummer. I have Derrick Henry in one of my leagues. Nice. One of their friends and her husband and then uh, two of Bryce's brothers. And we're all in a group chat, classic. Um, kind of a shitty group chat, if, if we're being honest. Um, they were like, <laughs> like, what should the punishment be? And I immediately take it too far. And I'm like, you have to convert to full Islam for a year. And pretty funny joke, I think. I'm like, that's clearly too you know, that's too extreme, <laughs> um, to implement all three of them were like, Oh my God, no. Why would you even do that? Like, I don't even know how that process works. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> it was a joke. And then one of them had the revolutionary idea to do a beer mile. Uh, my girlfriend, Dom is her name. Wow. Cause he listens. And I was She's like, so smart. and I didn't want I was like, wow, great idea. That's good. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you this. I have a really good punishment for one of my – did I tell you about the shotgun? Uh, I didn't tell you about the shotgun rule for my league? Maybe. I so, probably wasn't listening. Whoever uh, – so each week, whoever has the lowest point total has to shotgun a beer on Tuesday morning before 9 a.m. 
So, and then if you don't do it, you have to bench your kicker. So then you're more likely to do it again. <laughs> so it's the best. It's literally everyone is always involved. If you are getting blown out, you're still like, am I shotgunning? Like we have a group me going and you just, the video comes in at, on Tuesday morning and then you got to like work after. And it's yeah. like, it's, it's a really good punishment. Everyone would give their speech on like why they're the ones gunning, um, like chirp each other and stuff. And then like, you'll be at work at like 1 PM be like, Oh shit. Like I'm shotgunning a beer this morning. Like, that's crazy. Have you done that yet? Oh yeah. I've, I've come in last. It's been going for like three years. No shit. See that's Yeah. Over. Yeah. What, oh, the and the best is on Christmas. We all just, send a shotgun video i like on like where the season is it's great that's first off that's one of the better rules i've heard because the year end and like whoever comes in first and last at the end of the year no one really cares like yeah there's anticipation leading up to it but to have that makes you give a fuck so much more on a week-to-week basis right and And you're never out of it i'm so glad that that was good because the worst kind of people are like bro have you heard about our fantasy leagues punishment? Yeah. Like- <laughs> I know this is a good one though. And it's different. Cause it's like week to week. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing better than when there's two guys, like one guy's got, you know, 90 points and the other guy's got 78 and he's got one player left on Monday night. And you're just like, everyone's rooting for like, who's going to gun and stuff. And if it's someone who hasn't gunned yet, we're like rooting for the guy who's done it the last two weeks or whatever. Mm. Cause you want to like make, have it make the rounds across the league. It's, it's really fucking entertaining. That's a very good rule. Um, yeah, gonna go Dude, ahead. Bailey and- Tills. I don't know if you saw Bailey Tills' story of like his buddy's uh, fantasy football punishment. Yeah, but it looked for, like that's pretty clever. If you make like if you make it like a dollar amount, actually, and just like do whatever you got to do, but you have to raise like fifty bucks begging as a homeless person. That could be really funny. Mm-hmm. I might try to implement that. Wait, so intern Drew, in a in a shocking turn of events, uh, provided something useful. And his idea for a punishment was to the loser has to start an OnlyFans and get $100 before you delete it. I think that one's pretty good. Um, very risky because one. his girlfriend is not in the chat. So, you know, you got to be careful with your girlfriends on OnlyFans, I hear. I, I haven't had experience dealing with that, but I would assume that that's a, that's a tricky navigation process, but in an all dudes one, I think that's hilarious. I'd go immediately yeah. right for the feet. So that's really good. All right. Should we talk lacrosse? Oh, you got any, uh, any NFL you want to talk about? Josh Allen's a fucking man, by the way. Really? I'm so, I'm so fucking pissed off. The Jets drafted Sam fucking Darnold. And I have to watch Josh Allen in my division for the next 12 years. It's so fucking whack, dude. It's actually insane. Fuck. All right. What were you going to say? Would you rather be drafted by the Jets or the Cleveland Browns? Fuck. Obviously the Jets, but to your point, not great. Um, No, I don't have anything. Um, AFC West is going to be a bloodbath. Again, it's. I know Russell Wilson is a good guy, but he's such a corn dick that I can barely get excited. Um, so we'll see. I'm a loyal fan to both the Broncos and the Titans. So whichever team is more entertaining is where I'm <laughs> guys this year. So there's that. Tighten up and go Broncos. Fuck Russell Wilson. 
No, I don't, I don't have anything NFL. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk lacrosse before we do. Wait, wait, let me give, let me give a, let me give, let me give a quick bet first. All right. I'm seeing, I'm seeing the board clearly. Heater Evan. All right. My NFL lock of the week. If you can't tell, I am doing this right now. Um, Seeing the board. I'm seeing the board pretty clearly. I'm seeing the board pretty clearly. Philadelphia Eagles minus four and a half. My yeah. lock of the week. The Lions. It's my lock of the week. Take it and run with it. <laughs> Literally rain man over there on the board. So I, I trust that with my life. I'm really – I hate the Eagles, and I'm really high on the Eagles this year. Why is that? I just, I mean, I think they have a great roster. They have the best rushing attack. And, like, not only do they have the best run game, and obviously he plays a big role in it, but I just feel like Hurts fits the system really well. And they only got better in the offseason. They were good last year. So I, I don't see them really – I think they're a good, like, Super Bowl dark horse if no, like, quarterback really separates themselves to, like, dominate this year. They're, they might be the best team. No, it kills me to say. Titans. Um, it just kills me to say, but whatever. I bet on them. I bet a future on them. We'll see if it hits. Um, speaking of futures, let's talk about the lacrosse, the PLL. Well, I guess we have to recap the games first. Yeah, let's talk about this previous. Well, that'll be fun for you. It will be fun for me because future bet chaos that I placed on August fifth at plus one thousand. They won their quarterfinal matchup against the Chrome. Emphatically. They win. They had a shocking, shocking game. Wait, so point from last week, if you're the Chrome, do you not call up the Cannons and create a trade for Lyle Thompson? Have to. If you if you score three points in a playoff game, even with, with Malloy and Nick Turn, why no, not? Just That's such a shit way to end your season you can justify anything you you have the green light to do uh, any fucking thing that you want why not just see what what the price is i mean he's good for seven points a game so you would have scored more there him alone him getting quadruple teamed right can and i feel like goals. he's got i've obviously like you want him to have the ball in his stick the whole time but i do feel like all three of those guys and Wisnowskis have uh, transferable, like versatile games where they can play different like positions and shit. Like Lyle can be almost like a righty, like wing dodger if he really wanted to. He doesn't have to like dodge from X and shoot fucking backhand. He can like easily dodge from the wing. He can finish anything. I think he. I mean, he, there's no one he can't he can't play with. He can play with literally anyone. So. Make the call. Here's your window. Although they are pretty young. So maybe they don't want to like go for it all right now. Yeah, maybe they need a, uh, a veteran presence to, to help guide the young guys into not filling up your diaper and taking the biggest shit uh, at the stripe in PLL playoff history. Maybe that's something. Dude, I told you Max Adler was going to dominate the face-off backs. No, you did. Did he actually dominate the face-offs? Oh yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, I did, bro. He did. 
I called that. I said he sucks at wall ball, but he's he's gonna do well at the faceoff. I, Max, I know you're. I know you're listening to this. I love. You're my favorite person to talk shit publicly about, because <laughs> um, I know I'm gonna get some message, some text. Yo, fuck Evan Malloy for talking shit about me. Hey, why'd you say that? What are you what are you gonna do about it, Max? You're you're not gonna do a goddamn thing. You know that I'm bigger, faster, stronger, a, a better wrestler, tougher, literally a better face-off guy. I'm like 90% against you in our life. And uh, you know, I don't think you're gonna do a goddamn thing about it. So how about that, Max? Um, and you're gonna lose next week, 2.8%. That's the alcohol content of the beers that you drink. Um, all right. Anything also, sorry else? for chirping you. It's just really funny. I'm just joking around, man. I know I don't even know you that well. <laughs> and like you, you go watch that fucking wall ball video. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you shouldn't have posted that. Let's be honest. All right. Um, so don't mind me just going two Ooh, for I'm two. Out bad. Look at that. You see how hungover I am? I'm sweating. Dude, I gave a presentation the other day and I was sweating so much and i was in the office and i was wearing like a light blue button down and i was oh, just like light blues the time i literally was just like guys i'm fucking i'm sweating it was an intense meeting and they all accepted me after but if you call if you call it out and get ahead of the story and get ahead of the narrative it's it's butter yeah it's like wow that guy really cares he's sweating through his fucking shirt <laughs> and he acknowledged it so he's humble yeah um <laughs> uh, archers redwoods i mean as much of, I mean, I couldn't have called this one better either. Like, it's just so obvious. So, I don't really have much to say, but if the archers end up, if the archers win, though, I'm going to be so fucking pissed because I didn't place the archers' future. And it'll just be really annoying if they win. But I feel like they might win. It. Sucks that the one team that you kind of really need Eddie Glazner for he wasn't there for true that was a big that was a big piece you kind of survived but on the archers it's like without eddie it's like yeah they're they're guaranteed to get you know that double digit so um honestly dude like maybe it's time to maybe the redwoods make a call to the cannons and say hey you have rob pinnell you know some attackmen some midfielders but need somebody maybe need somebody to mix it up a little bit because i think you got to get picks like the Redwoods are the the red. No, I think picks are much more valuable than players. I would rather have 100%. a first. I'd rather have a first round pick than Pinnell in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, I, I. It's tough to it's tough to disagree that a first round pick you're getting like you could get Nictor. You can get anybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's fucking crazy. The league's way too small. Like the veterans are fucked. If any GM was really like doing what's right for their team, it would be a lot more youthful. I'll say that. I remember, uh, I think it was, this was during the bubble. Um, one of the guys on the Redwoods who will remain nameless for now. Uh, it, it was being talked about the, like, you know, when you get to the NBA and you get like, you play a certain amount of years and your uh, veteran contracts start kicking in. Like you get veteran status. Yeah. Yeah. Someone threw that out doing that with the PLL, and we all just started laughing. We were like, okay, so 
if the if we were to implement that, the PLL has a decision. Do we pay this guy that's been playing seven years and probably fading out more, or do we just not and have some new young stud come in and immediately fill his roster spot and probably do a better job? Like, right. It makes, to your point, veterans are you know bye bye. You're yeah. you're not going to be able to last. They got to make the league, They got to make the the league bigger. What is the, what is the negative of making the league bigger, like financially, just so you have to pay more players? Yeah, that you would pay more, um, like for the veteran thing. No, just in general, like why, why is, why is the league so small? Yeah, because they're, you know, you just have I don't to pay know the what players. I don't know what their projected profitability is, but their burn rate has to be unbelievable right now. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, we should watch Fate of the Sport. Anytime <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone asks me about Fate of a Sport, I'm going to answer with my review of the Manti Teo documentary. Um, how was Fate of the Sport? Dude, I can't believe that he got catfished that bad. Talk, yeah, we'll talk about. No, it's that, but apparently, like, one of the top three expenses is just like workers' comp stuff. Like, it gets so goddamn expensive. Um, which is funny because that's the number one thing I hear bitch, you know, getting bitched about from players is that workers' comp never comes through. But what are you doing with the new investments, like with the Kevin Durant investment? Uh, just I think the the primary thing of that was strictly to just dilute player shares. I think that was the only reason. Yeah. All right. No. Oh, the, the league. I thought that was no. fine. Oh, you were kidding. <laughs> I like believed you. <laughs> oh no. no. No, you, yeah. What what is this going to be used for? We're not going to use it for anything other than diluting the current players. Well, I mean, I thought you were just kind of like saying they were scummy. No, there was some well, front yeah, for what the real reason was. Yeah. Anyway, sorry that went over my head. It's sorry. later on Friday, Probably dude. I'm yeah. having a really nice night with my girlfriend tonight. We got so my buddy. What do you got tell me. My buddy brought me um, when I tore my ACL. First of all absurd fucking gift a lot of people fucking sent me like like baked by melissa's cupcakes like a pizza like insomnia cookies while i was like nursing my acl like my good friends and one of my good friends um danny simonetti who i probably shouldn't say i'm good friends with because everyone hates him (laughs) but uh sound guy's gonna fucking die laughing at that but anyway um i get a package from him and i'm like oh like what the fuck is this and it's like this really nice, like Wagyu steak. And I'm like, great. Like, but like, I got to cook it. And I'm like, I can't even get out of bed. Like, then I had to move to my parents with the steak. Yeah. Then I had to move here with the steak. It's been in yeah. my freezer for five months now. So it's defrosting right now. My girlfriend and I are going to cook it, whip up some sides and have a nice little at home, home cooked meal, delicious dinner date. What are the, but, uh, what are the sides? Uh, mashed potatoes, roasted asparagus, mm. and then we're kicking things off with a charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. What yeah. uh, what type of wine are you enjoying with all of this? Twenty four dollar bottle of Josh. Fucking <laughs> red, <laughs> a red. I don't even know if they have. I think it's just called a red blend. <laughs> Throw <laughs> that even Jackson in the trash, babe. Uncork Dude, the Josh. The, the Josh. Josh is great. Bang for your buck. One of the best, one of the best. Yeah, movies. it's like it, I'm. I'm not going to sit here and, and act like the top two. Like sometimes I have good wines. I'm like, yeah, this is really good, but I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, Josh is the 24 bottle 
$50 bottle of Josh is that much worse than the fucking, or is any worse than the $100 bottle. Unless you're getting to like the really, really nice stuff. I'm not really noticing. You cooking uh, just salt? Uh, meat yeah, like there? we looked it up and it's like just salt and pepper it and the the meat will do the rest of the work. We might put a little rosemary like on the potatoes and on the steak, but that's it. There you go. She's really she's she's into the fresh rosemary. I was like, let's not do it. She's like, let's do it. Relax, man. She's, she's getting a little. Who do you think we're? You should do like take like one little piece and be like super excited, and then cook it perfectly. But take like one little sliver and just burn it to shit and be like, A five Wagyu is so good and oh, just watch funny. people melt. I'm gonna try to make a cooking TikTok. Dude, I have to make TikToks now for second slide because we're trying to do that. I guess now. Um, first off, scary. I, I log on to make a video and then I end up spending an hour there literally melting my fucking brain on fire. Um, second off though, really fun. It, it gives me kind of those vine feelings. Yeah. Like, yeah. It definitely does. Like, ooh, like boop, I just boop, don't boop. like how it's like so public, if that makes sense. I guess I should make mine like protected then. Right. I've always, but I want mine to blow up too. But not before, then, not when I'm lame, you know? <laughs> then make make the TikTok private. Only have all your buddies so that you can just be reckless, just firing off TikToks. Save that and then post it to Twitter. And then it'll be like, oh, damn, look at this TikTok chef. Oh. Okay. Go viral on something else. Yeah, that's a great idea. All right, fuck. Um, next game, Atlas Water Dogs. I, like, honestly, I know I was, like, hot, picking the Atlas, but or I think it came off as very like low on the water dogs, but I was also low on the Atlas. I feel like this was kind of just a competition for who's going to lose the whip snakes. Although if the fucking dogs get rolling, we said it, man, they're the summer team with all the good players who just have no identity. Like it, they, they could, they could roll, but I, I think it's the, I think it's just a contest to see who's going to lose to the whips. Yeah, I, I was surprised just because I thought that Baptiste was playing so good that you couldn't really figure out a way to beat him. Yeah, but you, you want to know what happened? <laughs> no, I don't. Can Kevin sucked. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Damn. Yeah. You're such an he idiot. Let, he, let, he fucking let me down, bro. I fucking supported him all year. And then as soon as I put some money on the horse, the horse fucking collapses. Evan's uh, wager of uh, the reverse jinx or the yeah, real the jinx of Evan's wager. Yeah, that's right, though. Chaos offset it. Yeah. If I'm being honest, the Atlas were my. I was the least excited Ooh. about the Atlas because of the value 28%. of the chaos. Yeah, it's tough. Ooh, the value, year, the value of the Atlas wasn't that like great. The value of the chaos is fantastic. And the whips, I just think, have the best chance to be whoever the, the archers honestly is what i'm worried about yeah someone uh i don't know some idiot was on instagram and he was like i don't know it one of those comments that it, it struck me as so dumb that i was like listen we all get on social media to be idiots but you sir set the bar today um and he's like what's your mortal lock and I just was like, whip snakes. I don't care. I don't care what you think. I'm not going to put any nuance into it. And he was like, why? And then I said, shut up. So to your point, it is just the whip snakes game to lose. It sucks. Here we are again. 
Um, but let those puppies breathe. Let's see what happens. They put up 19 on the Atlas. Maybe, uh, maybe Burnlore takes the biggest shit of all time. He fucking better not, dude. If the water dogs go to the fucking championship, I'm gonna be pissed off. But not actually. Boy? Not actually. I'll be happy for them, but I'll also be like, what the fuck, guys? Like, why did you look so shitty going into this? Yes, yeah, but yeah, that's why the PLL is just so fucking tough. It's like it's so hard to bet on. It's like you could have you could have the blueprint, all the rationale in the world, and then a team just decides to like be good again because it's like so even. There's no New York Jets. I guess the Cannons are the New York Jets of the PLL. Yeah, yeah. Outside of the Cannons, original six <laughs> or whatever it is, they're all pretty even. Um, all right, let's preview next week, bro. Oh shit, we got to get the DraftKings lines. I was I was just about to say I was looking literally at a playoff bracket. So was I. Also, it's interesting. I guess the PLL doesn't partner with any specific books, but they should just have the lines on the site. I really got to get a marketing job at the PLL. Like, I would really like that, and I feel like I could help them out. Good luck with that. Let me know how that goes. Why? You don't think they'll give me one? I think it would be funny that they would pull up transcripts of all this shit that you've said. So, Evan, you want a job at the PLL, and on September 9th, you said that Paul Rabel was your least favorite athlete. I said I was kidding. It was like so obvious and funny. Come on. I know, but it was Just hire me. Hire me. Dude, actually, I can't announce this yet, so never mind. More to come. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think I know where you were going. All right. Uh, I got him here. Water Dogs, Whip Snakes. The spread is Whip Snakes minus one and a half. The over-under is set at 24 and a half. And the money line, surprisingly close, I would argue. Minus 165 for the Whips, plus 135. A measly 135. Evan, what do you got? I think the value of the plus 135 is is pretty enticing if I was a betting man, but I think the whips things are going to win the game. Um, hmm, these are tough lines. I'm taking whips minus one and a half and I'm taking the over. The over is plus money too. You got to take that. Yeah, that's I'm a hundred percent taking the over, but you know what, just to, just to be different, I'm going to take uh, it a one goal game. Um, yeah, I, I think I was I was really mulling that over. Honestly, the fact that the Water Dogs plus one and a half is minus one twenty, but the Whips minus one and a half is minus one ten is weird. Very weird. I'm, so that, I'm yeah. horrific value for my bet right there. But I yeah. save it with the over being plus. Um, <laughs> all right, and then the other game, Chaos Archers. Interesting that the spread is the same, but the money line is different. So it's the Archers favored at minus one and a half. But the odds on that is minus 130 archers plus 100 on the spread. And on the money line, minus 185 for the archers and plus 150 for the chouse over under at 23 and a half with the over being another plus 100 and the other being under being minus 130. Kind of weird, kind of weird jankiness going on with the odds on the spread. Vegas is having just as hard of a time as me. I'm figuring it out. Yeah, I don't blame them. Uh, I'm going to take the over here. And honestly, 
you got to write if there's four teams left, if you're in a semifinal game and you're getting points and also the, the lot, the line on getting the points or um, the odds on getting the points is plus money. Like you have to take it one and a half plus a hundred. I'm taking that every time. And I'll sprinkle on the money line. Chaos, baby. Keep riding the future. I, yeah, I, that's looking at that. There's no other thing to do. Do they not play the champion? Sprinkle the money line and hit the over. Do they not play the championship this weekend? No, that's next week. Oh, by the way, top tier scheduling by the PLL to have the games during college football last week. And now we're having during week one of NFL football, we're having the semifinals. What the fuck? Just have it tonight. Why is it tonight? Everyone would watch it. Well, not everybody, but most people. I literally can't think of a worse time to schedule week one of an insane college football slate and then week one of nfl yeah and it comes off as hate for the pll it's not hate for the pll it's frustrating that the sport of lacrosse is being handcuffed like this next year next year actually a little insider alert the quarterfinals are going to be on masters sunday the semifinals are going to be a game seven of the world series in october and then, uh, yeah, I think Super Bowl Sunday is, is the finals. So it's going to be really good stuff. I'm excited. I mean, that's the direction we're heading. It gets worse and worse every year. You'd think that, like, it'd be like, oh, yeah, that was a bad call. Let's learn from our mistakes. Nope. Let's double down. <laughs> Dude, I love the PMT video. <laughs> a PFT is like, you know where I'm going to be on Sunday. He's wearing, like, a football shirt. He's like, I'm going to be watching the PLL semifinals. It's like. Dude, him saying if if the water dogs don't win, he's gonna go to a house and let their dog out. <laughs> like, oh, I wonder why their podcast is big. Yeah, probably because the PLL supports them. Yeah. All right, I got the. Um, should I do a little screen share action here? I got the. Uh, Whoa! Oh, you disabled it. We don't have a doc, so I'm trying to show the we, – we have to go through the, the player awards. Now. I, think, I just made you call. I think the awards are um, tonight. So, can you see my screen? Yes. The controversial, recently coming to light controversial, Jim Brown most valuable – Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't trip Jim Brown. Come on. Close to home. Uh, hey, listen, if you're going to defend him, you're going to defend him. Lyle Thompson, Tom Schreiber, Trevor Baptiste, Kyle Burnlore. Who do you have? I think this is, got really tough. When does this come out, actually? Tonight? Tonight, I think, right? Isn't that what you literally just said? Uh, let's see what Sound Guy said. Sound Guy texted us. Sound Guy. End of year awards are tonight. Give picks and snubs. Zed snub. Zed thumb ball. Zed thumbing ball. Trading card. PLL scheduling. Those are his hot notes. We actually, without looking at this, hit on all of them except for Zed. That was pretty good, though. Yeah. No, we're, yeah. we're dialed with it. Sorry, sound guy. I hate you, Zed. If you're listening, you should kick his ass. Yeah, get him, sound guy. Um. I feel like it's really tough because uh, Trevor like didn't win his semifinal or his quarterfinal game. Um, I think if he if they won that game, he would have get the award. I think it's like 
I don't love any of these guys. I don't really know how, like, I, I kind of like feel like it should just go to Schreiber, <laughs> but like, just cause like, just cause no one's really jumping off for me. They, they like won their game. They're probably one of the hotter teams right now. And it's just like, I mean, he's, he could win it. He's kind of gets the LeBron treatment to the point where you could probably make an argument for him every year, but it gets boring to do that. So like give it to someone else or like the Tom Brady treatment kind of thing. So, I mean, if there's a year where no one's really jumping off the page for me, I think you should just give it to the best player. I'm uh, I think that it should go to Baptiste historically good year. Um, I sneaky think that the Atlas weren't as good as maybe their record or yeah, we know <laughs> they were perceived as. I mean, granted, yeah, 28% is you can blame it on the goalie, but that's just a tough look. But I think that Baptiste kind of just willed the Atlas to win on several games. Unbelievably good. He had some good goals. He's like the first Fogo to ever have a legit crease dive. So I'm going to say that because of this year, he should he should win it. Yeah, and I don't but, know. Actually. And that also includes how fucking annoying face-off Twitter is going to be about that whole thing. Yeah. I also don't know. Like, is it if it's a regular season award? I'm sure he'll he'll win it. But I just think like recency and where the season's at. Like, it's an easy year to give it to Schreiber. I guess is my point. Yep. Yep. Agree. All right. The Eamon McEnany attack win of the year. I mean, like, if you're, isn't it just like gonna go to Lyle? The the finalists are Lyle, T, Rambo, Pinnell, and McArdle. But I feel like if – And Lyle's the only MVP candidate out of that. Yeah. And so, yes, it should go to Lyle. But just, his team sucks. So how much do you account for that? Yeah, but I think this is more – like valuable player is different than like player of the year, you know? I think like it's more just an individual award. Most valuable player, like you need to – you're giving like value to your team. You're not just the best player, right? It's so, like Baptiste has an upper hand to Schreiber, to your point, because Schreiber's probably a better player, but Baptiste carried them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is just pure like individual body of work. I feel like it just goes to Lyle. I'm going to give it to mm, God, such so uh, Lyle. Like what, <laughs> what are we even doing here next? Get to the next oh, one. Oh, here we go. The Dave Petramala. Go Q's defenseman of the year. Apple, oh, Garrett Apple. If he doesn't Apple. get it, it's because he's been blackballed by the far left wing uh, <laughs> politics cancels culture. Couldn't agree more. Um, which we're not saying we agree with one side or the other. We're just saying if it's an on the field award, he's the best one. We are truly down the middle anti-politics podcast on the fence on the fence oh we haven't talked about queen we didn't talk about queen elizabeth dude we can we'll have a politics session after we get Uh, through the awards okay oh the hard hat award who gives a fuck dude (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the short stick d midi of the year goes to i don't know uh tylenol pm the fans um I, I couldn't even tell you who's going to win it. It actually should be Danny Logan. He played okay. unbelievable this year. Okay, go Danny Logan. Oh, I wonder who's going to win this one. The Brody Merrill Longstick Midfielder of the Year. 
See, this is like so stupid. Like, why do you have this award every year? What it should be is he should be in the defense. Earhart should just be in the defensive player of the year conversation. Any shorts should be defensive player of the year. And like including goalie, including LSM. Do, all, including do first team all pro. First team all pro and then offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, MVP, rookie of the year. Done. That's what it should be. That's like Go a off. true award. Go off. Because then it's like, oh, the long stick midfielder of the year. Well, there's three that anyone can even name, and the same person is going to win it every year because he is literally way better than everybody else. Like yeah, he should, Evan, he should win defensive player of the year. Who do you have for long stick midfielder of the year? Clearly the best guy by yeah. a mile. For the last several years, he's been head and shoulders above everybody in his position, or to any of two other guys that they were just like, yeah, this guy hit a fucking two bomb. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, it would be really cool for him to win Defensive Player of the Year as a long-stick midfielder. Mm -hmm. Like, that would mean more. to be like, oh, he's the only LSM to ever win it, or he's one yeah. of the two LSM. And the same thing for short-stick defensive midfielders. Like, I was a short-stick defensive midfielder of the year this one year. Like, my competition was, like, two traffic cones who recovered well. Like, it's so stupid. Hey, hey. Anyway. Hey. You fucking watch Not that your there's mouth anything over. wrong with that. It's just like watch your mouth over the there. shutdown guy doesn't get the love he deserves. That's what I'm saying. Like the the fucking like what's his fucking name? Um, Garrett Apple. Goodrich. Like Goodrich could have a crazy fucking year at short stick defensive midfield to the point where he should be like considered for defensive midfielder of the year. It's like when a fucking played good enough to where I'd be like, oh, he should get recognition. But not right. defensive player of the year. And just have the short stick defensive midfielder of the year, just the all pro slot on the first That's team all pro. Exactly it. Done. All right. Face off athlete. <laughs> athlete. Did you see Max Sadler's football ball? <laughs> <laughs> face off players are not athletes. It is the Paul Cantaby face offer of the year, non athlete. I mean, this might be the lock of the – can I bet on this? Why, are you going with Farrell? <laughs> Farrell, the, the value. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe somebody outbid me for his game-worn milk costume. <laughs> Which, by oh the way, God. whenever that gets sent out, he poured milk all over it. That milk is spoiled. They're going to get <laughs> a package that smells like shit. <laughs> They're going to get a rotten milk UPS delivery on their front. I mean, they could have washed it, I guess. But <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> Farrell had it in his bag until he got a text from Mike Rabel, like, hey, you got that costume still? <laughs> Fucking moldy on his front porch. Yeah, why? Uh, it's detecting flies. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Baptiste will win that. Again, yep. I think I think Baptiste should be in the MVP conversation, and then this shouldn't be an award, but then you can be first team all pro if you're not up for it. Next. Gate Brothers, Midfielder of the Year. This, wow, Brad Smith is up for this? That's pretty fucking sick. And Bertrand, good for those guys. Shocking um, that it, that they both got those. Yeah. The nominees. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy, but good for it's, them. It's unfortunately like, th see, this is the – Do you just have to take someone from each team? Like, I feel like I could name other people. I – so did I. The fact that Josh Byrne isn't on here is kind of bananas. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. Or Dane Smith? Yeah. Oops. Is it because they play box? Oh, they're probably getting blackballed because of the NLL. 
With the Evan Malloy Black. Dude, I'm so excited for the fucking posties. Okay, Schreiber uh, will win that one. I mean, we don't well, even have to. But worth okay. calling out, this is second team all pro Zach Courier. He's having an unbelievable year. He's Yeah, he's great. Dialed. But but the all pros will be three midfielders. Like it'll be a team, like an all-star team, but it's just yeah. the best ones. So he yeah. can like same thing with football. He can just be on the first team all pro. So your first team all pro midfield can be three of these guys. But Trevor is... Career and fucking Josh Byrne. That's disgusting. Yes. Thank, thank you. Okay. Moving on. Goal of the year. Again, like <laughs> I guess you can give this out because it could kind of be like the Cy Young kind of thing. But still, I still feel like you can make this a defensive player of the year award. This is the only interesting one is yeah. goalie of the year. I go back and forth. Well, I guess like hockey does. Well, hockey has a lot of them. Hockey does defense. Hockey does defenseman of the year, but there's not really like multiple defensive players, you know? Yes. Who do you have winning goalie of the year? I mean, I think, I don't think Blaze has statistically had like a year that's, I think if I'm being honest, I think the other two guys had a much better year than Blaze. Do I think they're better than Blaze? No, but they had a much better year than Blaze. So this year he's not going to win it. I, 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 I think like you take playoffs into account and Blaze is the reason they won and Concanon's. Yeah. No, I, 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 I Concanon's a nice I, guy because I was just about to say he's the reason they lost, but I don't want <laughs> to be nice. He's pretty nice, but it doesn't matter. Burn Lloyd's winning it because he has both the things we just talked about going for him. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think this could be – you still give this award out. I, I would be fine with that. It's like, you know, it's a very unique position. Enough of a niche. Yeah, like pitchers Face get off awards. Face-offs are stupid and worthless. No. It's only for goalies. Face-off – face-off – like athletes, face-off guys, <laughs> they're not on the field. No, they're not. They're, they're not like you should actually you should have to hit a like minute per game on field statistic to even be considered for an award. Well, let's not, you know, that's kind of a ricochet shot. Let's bump <laughs> to be considered for an award. Okay. Not to be considered a, a man of integrity. Because no, I, 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 I didn't play a lot there at the end. Anyways. Oh, rookie of the year. This one makes a ton of sense. Uh, Chris Gray, Asher Nolting, Brendan Nickter, and Logan Wisnowskis. Um, really good crop of rookies. I feel like they're all pretty fun and like unique too, which is mm-hmm. cool. But It'll bring a little something, a little something yeah. different to the table. It's a cool little, uh, cool little mix. But also, Asher had a fucking sick end of the year. I'm like kind of pumped that he's good and he's like he's got a Colorado cool kid. Yeah, I know, bro. Um, mm-hmm. But Nick Dern's Nick Dern's winning this shit. He was like, uh, at one point, he probably could have been up for MVP. (laughs) Yeah. I I think he cooled off a little bit, but like he was leading the league in points at least at some point. So I think it's just, and then, you know, it could be a product of his team, but regardless, I think he's winning the award. Chrome got a nice little uh, young squad coming. I, yeah. Who would you put it like if you had to power rank him? I would go Nick Turn, Nolting, Gray, Wisnowskis. Uh, in terms of like who I want on my team, no, in terms of who you would think rookie of the year, 
Receiving oh. most votes. Yeah, Nick Dern, Nolting, Gray, Wisnowskis. Yeah, I agree. Nice. That's original. That's a good take. Sorry. What would be really interesting to talk about is who would you, outside of Nick Dern, who would you take on your team out of the other three? Wisnowskis, probably. Yeah. I think I might take Gray, dude. God, that's that's actually a decent question. I, I'm sticking with Wisnowskis, though. <laughs> too versatile, too good. Gray's pretty versatile. No, no, he sucks. He went to UNC, so I don't like him anyways. Yeah. All right, so um, overall, we got to change these awards. Um, but let's see who's right at the end of the day. I think we agreed on every fucking person, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this... <laughs> This truly was like, uh, oh, one person dominated in every one of their categories. Yeah, it's a stupid fucking thing. Um, they got to change that. Wouldn't it be so interesting, though, if they just had Defensive Player of the Year and you had to figure out who was going to win it? If yeah. Mike Earhart was in the mix and, like, it was Earhart versus Apple? That's – I don't know. First off, wow, that people wouldn't take kindly to Earhart versus Apple um, in the <laughs> times. Well, it depends who you voted for. Some people would love yeah. that. Yeah, which again, we are right on the middle. I actually voted for both Trump and Hillary and Biden and George Bush, all of them. I voted for all four presidents. Um, but no, that's that's it. Should we tease some stuff out? We got some fun stuff coming up around the corner. Um, we do. Like after the PLL season, we got the posties. Yes. My favorite episode of the year last year, not even close. And again, we don't have a say in who wins those categories. The fact that I cleaned house last year has nothing to do with the fans vote. The fans vote. Um, We have some, we have a new sponsor alert coming after PLL season and watch out, but I think we're going to, uh, we're going to pivot a little bit away from lacrosse in that downtime. We have some buddies that have played different sports. We're going to get a couple of those other sport playing buddies on the pod. Um, and it's, it's all around going to be a fun little. And some scumbag gamblers who will have some hot takes. Some of my buddies that I'm going to have on. Honestly, we're, yeah. You know what? I want to have like, who's your biggest piece of shit friend. I want him on the pod. He's not a huge piece of shit. I I got one buddy who will be a great interview. He's coming on. Maybe we fire our interns and get a new crop of interns. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, I'm going to shamelessly plug second slide real quick, Um, which (laughs) funny enough, boy, this is the tough part of like the classic startup grind. Every time I get told yes, I want to like fucking cry. And every time someone says no, I want to like jump off of a bridge and plane traffic. Um, we're doing really cool stuff right now. Your lacrosse community is paying so that some other company can make a lot of money off of the merch, off of the equipment, off of everything like that. Do not let that happen. We flip the script. You pay us a yearly subscription fee. We fully manage everything that you do and you keep a hundred percent of the profits. Um, these margins are actually crazy. You can reinvest them into your program, make it unbeatable, grow, have an impact on the kids, all that good stuff. Um, I think that's it. And I'm, yeah, I'm working with the Manhasset guy. Nice. I already forgot his name, but AJ, AJ, AJ Pagno. 
Pegno. My boy Pegno. <laughs> yeah. AJ Pegno. Good people. All right, but I think that's uh, I think that's it, man. You got some Wagyu steak to cook and some. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm that's excited. awesome. Uh, I'm gonna. I gotta make my TikTok. Is this gonna be your first TikTok, or do you have you made some before? No, I have some good ones. I have some dumb ones too. I gotta. Oh, are you on Be Real? No. What's? Oh, it's great, dude. So it's like, it's basically this app, and you add all your friends, and you get a notification every day, and it's like you have two minutes to be real. And you basically post like it's like an Instagram feed, but you basically post whatever you're doing in those two minutes. And like if you miss it, you like post late, um, and it says that you posted late. But essentially, it's like to get rid of. It's like such an off. It's like an authentic version of Instagram where you're posting every day, but you're posting what you're actually doing, not like something stupid, like or something that's fake. Like you're not taking boat pictures from two weeks ago and posting them, like and making it seem like you're on the boat kind of thing. It's like to get rid of like fake Insta. But what's really great about it and exciting is when you're actually doing something cool you're like this is I, I can't wait to be real right now like i'm so fucking pumped i'm actually i actually am doing something cool so like all the time it'll be me and my friends just like stupid selfies with like a double chin staring at like monitors but then like i took off last wednesday to go to the u.s open and it was like at 2 p.m it's time to be real and everyone sucked and i had just like had this fucking honeydews drink in the court and i was like this is so <laughs> fucking cool <laughs> so like when you get a good be real it's like you're pumped that's not a bad idea i i, I definitely like the premise it's blowing up dude you should check it out fuck i might have to can we be friends on be real yeah my my name is got money <laughs> Oh my God, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. Maybe we make like a big post game be real community. Or no, that doesn't we make could sense. Be the, no. We could be the first brand to ever be on be real. Fuck yeah. All right, we'll do that. Um, all right, but enjoy your weekends. Have a great time. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another very, very incredible episode of the post game. A um, little bit of a shit show, but we're actually getting back on track and we are really excited for what is next. The posties get some NFL guys on here, some NHL guys, some buddies of ours. Um, and go fuck it. Go follow Evan on TikTok to see how his steak turned out. Peace. Peace.